Home repair, sinful lusting, and way too much ooze. We're talking about the girl on the third floor, and it was horrifying. Horrified, the show where we talk about scary movies that are horrifying for all the wrong reasons. We're your hosts, Sadie and Matt. And before we get into our awful movie to talk about, let's talk about something good. What's something good, a nice palate cleanser that you've seen this week? Um, I was pretty impressed with the first couple episodes of The Outsider that we watched. Yeah, that um, was really good. We waited until it was, you know, all the way finished with the season before we started it as we normally do and uh I don't like to wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we like to binge. And so, yeah, we started it and we're what like two into it now, I think. Something like Maybe that. Maybe three, but it's been yeah, very good. Very good. Yeah. So hopefully it finishes strong. Stephen King awesome. things have a tendency sometimes to not do that. Right. So, right. Well, and I'm going to be a little different and throw this out there because it does not sound like something good and it is not rated good, but that movie, The Bye-Bye Man, which sounds horrible, okay, and we actually watched it planning for it to be part of the show like an episode right because it had it came up on a a list of like worst horror movies and it had all these really bad reviews and maybe now you're just not going to trust us i don't know but watch it and tell me that it is not a decent horror movie it's not it's not the best thing you've ever seen in your life but it's definitely it's not girl on the third floor it's better than the ratings that it gets and it's better that yeah than this stinker of a movie that we saw today right it has decent acting it's got the kid from big love yeah like played the son in big love has uh carrie ann moss yeah trinity and yeah faye dunaway which was a nice surprise um yeah and it it actually like caused me to jump a couple times. It had some mm-hmm. nice surprises, some decent. It, it definitely uh, kept my interest the entire time. And yeah, yeah, it just didn't feel right devoting an hour to making fun of a movie that, at the end of the day, wasn't that bad. No, really, what it would have been is an hour of me going, "How did this movie get lower ratings than Girl on the Third Floor?" Because yeah. that's what I'm most outraged about, to be honest. So, uh, that brings us to today's movie, which is Girl on the Third Floor. Um, a movie about a man who uh, moves to a house in order to renovate it, uh, to prepare it for his wife and his coming child. Uh, the house itself is haunted. Um, there is a ghost woman that seduces the man into cheating on his wife, and craziness ensues from there. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into it. It's a WWE wrestler leading this movie. And then the next build person was introducing somebody, Sarah, the, the, yeah, the who plays lead. a Sarah. But as an introducer, this is her first but movie. Her, the actress's name is also Sarah. Yeah. It did not give me high hopes going into it. That her name was Sarah? No. Oh. That it was <laughs> <an> introducing. <laughs> 
<laughs> How dare they? Although the actress's name is Sarah, too, and that usually worries me when they name them the same thing, because it makes me think that they couldn't remember two names. Well, one of our favorite shows of all time is The Office, and they have multiple characters named That's after true. the actors. That's true. So. Plus, my number one favorite show of all time is Who's the Boss? And Tony Dance did that <laughs> in every role he's ever been in. <laughs> People, his favorite show <laughs> of all time is not Who's the Boss. It's not. <laughs> we've, we've been together five years, over five years, and I've never once heard you talk about that show. <laughs> it's a secret. Love. Or watch it. So, um, so I uh, call that a lie. What uh, What is this movie about to you, Sadie? Besides fixing drywall and stuff like that for a good solid 20 minutes of the movie. Yes. The first, he's just fixing stuff. This movie to me is, is, I want to say, but I don't want to like sound like I'm making light of the Time's Up or Me Too movement. Uh huh. So I don't want I don't think anyone's it gonna to come across that. that way. But um that uh this movie is like time's up for straight white men in this house. Well not straight because there's there is a black guy who <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, spoilers. Um who but but oh, there is a line there is a, maybe it's times up for straight men in yeah uh, in haunted houses just because yeah. there's a line not to jump too far into it but there is a line in the movie that I had to quote because it just was shocking to me they ask if the main character is gay and he's like no why why didn't you ask me that and he goes that house is bad news for straight that men that was a weird exchange with that weird homophobic bartender guy that was just <laughs> like ain't queer is ya <laughs> like and no? I think he was asking to try to see if he was safe because of the whole well, the a house lot of people in town seem to men. know that this house is something weird goes on in this house yeah. I guess a lot of people have moved in and out of it but, but nobody's ever explicit about right. what is and, actually going on and inside And just this that house. exchange shocked me when he was like, the house is bad news for straight for men. Straight I just men. don't feel like I've ever watched a haunted house movie where they were like, if you're gay, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're a woman, if you're no a, biggie. Right. Straight men, which, run. Not to jump to the end, and we can talk about the end later on, but like at the end, I have questions about that. But like, but yeah, that straight man, it really comes for you. He spares nobody's dogs. Yeah. <laughs> best friends, all of them. But yeah, like, I've just never heard a house that haunts based on sexual orientation and gender. Yeah. All right. So let's kind of set up, I guess, what's going So this guy, Don, moves to this house with his dog. Um, his pregnant wife is back somewhere else and he's like fixing up this rundown house for his family uh to come move into uh don is a butthole <laughs> he's yeah. not a good dude he's not likable he's he uh not a good actor he, yeah and this i i wrote down in here that this is the scene that made me think it when he's facetiming with her on the phone mm -hmm. but the movie for the at this point like kind of alternates between these kind of cool looking like shots of like the marbles rolling on the floor and yeah. from their perspective and 
these like long wide shot and then just this weird stuff that looks like it's from a made for tv movie out of the like 2003 yeah and it just can't pick a lane of like how serious it's gonna take itself and like how how much quality i guess there's gonna be in it right but it, it bumps back and forth a lot between looking really really cheap and looking like somebody actually spent some time and effort on it right uh the acting never so much doesn't bounce back well, and forth it the- stays on one side Okay, just while we're on the scene, I'm sorry, this is totally opposite, but I wanted to ask, like, what is with all the mirrors? They never address that. And there's this one room with, like, 20 mirrors up against the wall. Yeah. And I kept, I was like, yeah, that was, has was, to be there's something There's going to be, like, a mirror dimension, important. and he has to go right. through them or break them or do yeah, something like to them. Yeah, like, the ghost gets trapped in it or something, because no, the- I'm see like, spooky shit in them every once in a just while. just not a normal- thing to have in a house that you go in and you're fixing up is like 20 mirrors on the ground with already like 10 mirrors hanging up yeah like it's just and that i'm sorry that i saw that but yes it's and that just gets added ultimately to the list of things that are never truly explained about what's going on or how any of this is supposed to be happening in this house they have the little exposition preacher come by every once in a while and sort of catch you up on what's been going on for the last 30 minutes right well and yeah so he he moves into the house and and meets this girl and (laughs) immediately cheats on his wife immediately without hesitation (laughs) i wrote that down i was like well damn that didn't take long the first person that says hi to him he's like oh yeah yeah, why don't bang. you come back later? We'll get drunk and we'll <laughs> fuck on the bed that's supposed to be for like, me and my wife. It's just bananas to me how how quickly that happened. And then weird shit starts to happen in this house. A lot of it centering around this girl who keeps showing up in dangerous things. So that's and, yeah, and a very times. long way for us to say what this movie's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our lead... C C M Punk. The equation that I wrote to get to him was that he's like John Hamm plus Michael Phelps. He's got a little okay. with the big ears and the kind of like droopy jaw. I saw the John Hamm thing, but I wasn't sure who he was a mixture with. <laughs> yes. And that's a good one. Plus tattoos. Yeah. Minus charm, minus acting. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you get this guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say like Kind of like the discount store John Ham. Yes. That that like isn't nearly as like either classy and charming like in Mad Men, even though that character was a dick. Also named Don. Huh. Right. That um but but he was very like charming and charismatic, or like most like a bunch of the other roles he's played. Not nearly as just like kind of even when they're dopey and and I don't know, not with it. He's still, you know, kind of endearing and charming. Yeah. It doesn't ha- he doesn't have any of John Hamm's likability. <laughs> John Hamm has played jerks before and we still yeah. love him. Yeah, he's still charming and witty, even if he's doing right. terrible things and, and, and like suave and stuff, and you're like, ah, uh... Okay, like you suck. <laughs> I but can see why all these women keep it. falling for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. This guy, it's like, what? Like, it makes me not even care that his sockets are leaking this weird white, thick goo. 
and he's renovating his house. Everything seems to be yeah. just dripping with Always. fluids. And he never calls like a professional. Like, I'm sorry, if we just yeah, he bought- he calls his buddy over eventually. Right. The Who Milo seems to be guy. more her buddy, like his wife's friend. Because oh, I think he? at some point I he says like, together. hey- Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe he's like, I've worked I, with your wife a long time. I thought. No, I think him and Milo worked together at the oh, I don't whatever know. trading firm that he, it turns yeah. out that he stole a bunch of money from. He might. I felt like he said, I've been friends with your wife for a long time or something like I don't that. Know. I feel and like. I liked him. He should have been around a lot sooner, yes, I think. He, he doesn't show up for a long was time. was a good actor. Spoilers. He gets murdered pretty Very quickly. quickly. And he was, yeah, he he was a decent actor, and he yeah, was he was a had, better actor. He 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 was much more likable. He was funny. Yeah, he yeah, he was a voice of reason. I was had the like, exact hey, same thought. Don't cheat on your wife, you scumbag. I had the exact same thought. I was like, this guy should have been the lead role, or even the wife who comes in at the end is a much better actress, yeah. like actor. And like, really, it, if it had been his friend guy and the wife. It, it would be a different story. We may not be talking about it on this podcast. I mean, yeah. we probably would, to be fair, but right. but it not as a better score. Yeah, it would have done better. <laughs> Wouldn't. Um, but yeah, there's. Oh, and did we already pass the part? I wasn't paying attention. Where he like looks around, he's like, "Who paints a room pink?" Is that <laughs> lots of people that unusual? Anyone with a little girl probably paints a room pink, right? I mean, you don't have to. I painted Harper's room dark blue to look like the night sky and put mm-hmm. stars up when she was born, but you know, needs to be pink. It's still <laughs> she's a girl. Damn it's it. still often. In fact, I think the room she's in now is pink, like yeah. a light pink. Like it's not that unusual, man. <laughs> like who does that? Okay, and now we're com- we're coming up to the scene where yeah, like I, I just it's still so weird to me, and it's just if you if you've watched the movie, I feel like you'll remember this. You remember this moment, and if you haven't watched it, I feel like you'll see what I'm talking about. But like, Goes and to you tiny choose to watch it, alley yeah, with like three lanes somewhere, and, and it's and it has a, a bar packed bar at yes. some point. But like, yeah, this conversation, it just. Seems kind of out of the blue when he a- he's asking him if he's gay, and um, but like, and like, definitely has some some homophobia going on. Yes. But then when he just so blatantly is just like, the house is bad news for straight men, and I was just like, <laughs> like I know I've already talked about. It. I don't want to drill it anymore, but it's just so outrageous very, to me. It was very weird. Really, they don't explain that. It's not like the ghost comes out and is like, you know, I've let women and gay men live here. Right. For some reason, you know, like she has some sort of backstory where a straight man wronged her right. or something. They, and well, because it's never again, really paid off. It's spoilers. Just, she attacks the wife at the end. Like. Yeah. And the dog. <laughs> like. <laughs> so. Dog's a straight man. <laughs> like. It's just. Well, I just mean, like, that it doesn't seem to be that exclusive to just straight men. Like, I feel like the straight men thing had to do with when she was saying, like, it turns out, so again, spoilers. I think he was just trying to figure out if this guy was a queer in his town. <laughs> <laughs> just if he needed to run him out of town or not. That was his way of doing it. I don't know. But it turns out at the end, we find out that this house used to be, or, well, they even say it then, that the house used to be a brothel. Yes. Right. And this girl that he he 
cheats with who seems to just, we don't know, is she a ghost or is she just a creeper? But it turns out she's like the ghost of, of I, one of the yeah, like, I guess a ghost, prostitutes. But, but that, with like a physical body? Yeah, because he can he like touch her. her. He has sex with her. She like up a she hammer. kills people. Like, yeah. But like she um uh because it was a brothel like a hundred years ago. Yeah. So so she ha- and she said she worked there, so she would have to have been yeah, a ghost. And like or a um, zombie. Yeah. It just doesn't decompose. <laughs> but um she kind of explains that she um um doesn't like that the all these men who used to come and watch her in the shows didn't try to save her or do anything about how the, yeah. the guy there was like abusing her and hurting yes, her and, and hurting children, I guess. Yeah. Splitting their faces open. Because Apparently, that was one of the yes. And um, uh, like I, I, he set the place on fire with her in it. I believe is what she had said. And I that, guess, but the house is okay. But yeah, like the it house doesn't is look okay. Like it's been burned down. But yeah, she's like, I was, you know, just mad that these these guys were who supposedly loved her and watched her all the time um, weren't there for her when she needed them most, that no one, like, asked about where she had gone after she died. No one came looking for her. No one cared. And, um... So now I must kill. Straight men. And anyone they're associated with. (laughs) Which, again... Anyone. It seems like it's not that much of a qualifier that we don't have to... Yeah, I don't know. It, It just was odd anyone who knows a straight man is a potential target so mm-hmm. basically anyone right <laughs> right um so most uh most of my notes to be honest are questions and most of them <laughs> did not get answered yeah i ended up with a lot more questions than i started the movie with Right. Like, and almost all of my reactions were questions, a lot going, what? What just happened? <laughs> How does that work? Um, and some just going, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, most of them go unanswered. Um, I don't know. The first scary thing that happened, I think, is after he sleeps with the girl that just shows up at his back door. Right. Um, he goes to take a shower and the, <laughs> the weird white goo that's infesting the house and apparently like, that was blows like, all over his face right right yeah it's very suggestive very very it's suggestive. just constantly dripping this weird weird stuff it goes between this like black ooze and this thick white kind of gelatinous come let's not <laughs> mix words we know what it is so gross <laughs> But yeah, the first time that I was like, whoa, is when he was in the shower. It just like bleh, all over him. Which my question there, I was like, who, if you're taking your first shower in a house that you just bought, who doesn't like turn the water on to see if it's and let working the old first? shit run and out of like, the pipes. Yeah. yeah, this house is a billion years old. Like, that's, I know that's a random question, but yes, it just like kind of splooges all over his yeah. face. Um, 
But yeah, and up to the point where this girl arrives, you don't really get an indication that he's such a jackass of a man. Right. Like he's just this dude that showed up and fixed a house, and he talks to that preacher lady for about five minutes and says, like, yeah, my wife's coming and all that. <laughs> and then as soon as this girl shows up, he's like, come inside. We'll drink these drinks, we'll smoke this joint, and immediately have sex. Right. And he feels nothing about it. Like, he feels, he looks at the dog, because the dog's like, and kind of gives him a look, and he goes, what? I earned that. Yes, yes. Oh, that Ugh, line. How? Oh, it was so gross. <laughs> I earned Fixing that. up a house? I wrote that down. I was like, that's disgusting. Oh my gosh, I hate this guy. <laughs> like, again, like this is supposed to be the person that we're rooting for, I guess, the entire movie. Right. And he, mm-mm. I think he was supposed like to, him. like, the most, I don't know, I don't know if we're supposed to be rooting for him or we're supposed to kind of see, like, the- I think what happened is- We end up rooting for his wife, to be the, honest. The way they sold him this movie is you get to be the good guy and the bad guy. <laughs> at the same as time. The first, like, half of the movie, we're supposed to root for you, and then you yeah. kind of slip into madness, and then you fully become, like, this bad ghost cut-up guy at the end. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm a wrestler. I'm going to stretch my <laughs> acting chops and do all of that. Right. And then I'll be able to get any role I want for the rest of my life. Right. Um. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't. No, he's not good at all. Um, the dog's a better actor, to well, be honest. This part, they give this close up on the dog for like 45 seconds of when he's like having sex with the lady. The dog is just sitting outside the room barking. Right. Like, for an insanely long amount of time. Well, and you finally, there's something you're supposed to see, like this movement behind yeah, his head. there's something behind it walking around, And I think I guess. it's the little girl. Like, okay. I think we find like that. I think that's who it was, but it takes forever for that to review. And it doesn't even fully, you just kind of see like, you know what I thought happened? Uh, -uh. I thought the dog's agent made them guarantee a monologue (laughs) for the dog. (laughs) And so that's him saying, you shouldn't be doing this, Don. You've got a wife. You've got a baby on the way. Yes. Don't break this family up. It's all I have. (laughs) Such Like, um, I think the dog, though, at this point, I thought the dog might be the hero of the movie because he was the only person that I liked or gave a shit about. Because so far we had the dude, we had the preacher lady Mm -hmm. and seemingly evil seductress chick Mm -hmm. and the dog. And the dog is the only voice of reason until Milo shows up. Yeah, I was going to say, and then the dog gets replaced with Milo. So like, again, spoilers. If you haven't watched this movie, I'm just going to do a blanket one that we're going to say spoilers. Um, if you don't want spoilers, go, go watch, watch the movie and then listen to this. But um, <laughs> you're already 20 minutes in. Right. <laughs> I think we've spoiled it enough. Um, but uh, the dog um, dies. The dog is killed. In a pretty horrific fashion. And a horrific and nonsensical. Like, I don't understand. Like, he was. She put him in the dryer. Turned it off. Yeah, but like when he opens it, it looked like maybe it was just how I saw it. It looked like they like the dog had broken into pieces. Um. Yeah, I don't know that that's what would happen to a dog. I don't think it would at all. And get hot. Right. I don't but, like and probably get some broken bones. Yeah. But like, I don't feel that it would rip into a bunch of little pieces. And then this cop comes. It would probably fucking and close looks up at it. If it could shred a dog. Right. The 
the cop comes and looks at it and then is like, like shrugs it off and is yeah, basically the like. don't care that she put a dog in a drawer. Right. They're Somebody like, well, did it. You know what? We don't, you know, we don't have uh, any sign of forced entry. Um, there's not really a sign of a struggle. Yeah. Well, and so, the- and it's like. The guy, even to his credit, yeah. says, like, the dog didn't turn the dryer on once he jumped right. in there. So, like, like somebody did this. Right. Yeah, that seemed very odd to Cop me. I'm like, I'm sorry. That seems like a very serious offense. He's telling you the name. He's telling you what happened with her. I feel like that should be investigated. <laughs> like, that... Maybe it's because he's a bad actor, so they were like, this is not convincing at all. Well, and they kind of set it up in a way that a lot of movies do, where that cop comes back to investigate something later and is killed, and you're like, oh, the incompetent cop got killed, but but I don't, does he show back up? I don't think the cop ever comes no, back. No, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I thought, that's, that's what I thought for a second, that you were saying he shows back up and gets killed, and I was like, wait, I do not remember that <laughs> happening. Well, yeah, because by the end of the movie, again, massive spoilers- the wife is the only one alive still, right. and nobody like nobody says like, "Hey, where's Don?" Yeah, and she, she, they skipped that whole part of her life. They just six months later keeps living she, in the haunted house with her baby. Yeah, and events. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't. Is feel- she what like? Did she do that on purpose? Like, pick this house knowing that he would be living in there still, or is that supposed to be like? I wonder if they're setting up. What do you mean pick this house? I mean, I think she just stayed in the house. Right. So she didn't, like, the house had already been picked. I just don't get why she didn't move out of it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. When you said pick this house, I was like, when you stay in it, you're choosing to not live (laughs) anywhere else on earth besides the creepy haunted house she almost died in. Sorry, you're right. Okay. When she picked to stay, yes, no, that did not make sense to me. And I don't understand if it was like, yeah, is does she know that Don's a financial there? reason? And yeah, does she know that Don is still like living in the walls? Basically? Is that just how she she still misses him? I guess and Ugh. and like mm. I don't know. It was <laughs> it fell off the rails pretty quickly. And, and he starts there. throwing he the ghost of Don is like in these walls at the very end, and he starts dropping marbles, the marbles that down the to little the girl's baby. Thing. Which definitely yeah, would kill a choke baby. that baby. Don't do that to the baby. Like, unless he was trying to make him a ghost to be like, I want my ghost family. I want <laughs> I a little ghost, ghost baby. Forever. And like, but it's so, that That's was going to be the sequel, Girl on the Third Floor 2, Ghost mm-hmm. Baby. Choked on marbles. It would be Girl on the Fourth Floor for the sequel. Or second. Or the second. Go down. Yeah. She's starting to take over the house. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay, and so yes, as he's as he's here, like we keep jumping to the end, but that's just because this movie doesn't make sense and it's hard to talk about some things without going to the end. And acknowledging the fact that none of this goes anywhere or pays off in any way. Right. Right. Like we don't like the house is just oozing and gushing fluids like these black drippy fluids and the the white creamy ones (laughs) the white creamies (laughs) don't forget about the white creamies (laughs) and um and like and then marbles start to come out of the wall out of everything and in fact they had one light fixture that at one point when it pushed a marble out very much looked 
Like it was pooping out a marble? Oh, I thought it looked vaginal and like oh. it was giving birth to a marble. <laughs> Is that not how you make a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Do babies not get pooped out? <laughs> what just oh my happened? God. My life is shattered now. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I always no. That is not how it happens. Go to the hospital and poop that baby out. That is not how it works. Mm. Um, Gross. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I could handle it if it was just a little poop. <laughs> Shut up. Shut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so okay. should we talk about... Uh, well, I was going to say that the... I don't feel like it's ever explained why the walls and the light fixtures and everything are gushing and oozing. I don't... I guess the house itself is alive and evil now, I guess, because of all the shady shit that happened in it? I don't Question know. Mark, I Question know. mark? Yeah, because it... They seem to be... Oh, fucking like, finally Milo's here. Yay! The only good character I in the like whole Milo. Movie. I was so upset when he died. Well, and really, like, they should have had him show up a lot sooner and help right. fix the house more and, like, build up his friendship with the guy more so you give a shit when he actually gets killed at... Right. Ten minutes after he actually arrived. Right. The only re- like the reason I cared when he died was I was like, oh, man, finally a character I like. Like, yeah. um... Well, they and they could have made you up, like him a lot more. I felt like if right. he had been around more, and he was the most interesting one, right? But so they do after each one is killed, like the bodies end up getting put in the walls. Yes, and because um, what better place? The cops will never look there, right? And I don't know if that is what they're like is supposed to be what made the thing like seemed to come alive because at one point it looked like it had like yeah, I skin guess all the dead bodies in the walls are making the house right become... and i even buy the dead bodies being related to all the ooze which are we still calling it ooze i am calling it ooze baby i'm calling it ooze. you know what it is <laughs> but like towards the end like he starts like hammering at the walls with these with a hammer and um chunks fall off and then it looks like there's this like skin sinewy weird organ yeah, stuff behind it that's pul- like pumping and pulsating, pulsating. And, yeah, yeah like it's actually got innards growing in it and i don't know what's going on with the house at that point if he's imagining it if it's actually got this kind of stuff in there i don't know right right because then the wife shows up and it she was sees it not, too, doesn't she? Or no, no she, when she shows up, she sees where the hammer marks were in the wall, but yeah. it just has regular. Well, and she ends up seeing Milo's. Oh, face that's in right. The wall she does too, end up seeing it out. after, I guess, after she interacts with the. And I must say, they did Milo so dirty in that A, they kill him very fast, very mm-hmm. unceremoniously. They just bash his little face in with a hammer. And then. It, they make it look like he just left. So Don doesn't know that he's mm-hmm. dead. And he's talking to his wife. And he said, we had a real killer weekend. And then the wife says something about, like, how's Milo? You didn't work him to death, did you? And I was just, like, fucking <laughs> groan. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what this movie is in a nutshell. Is right. Trying to be clever and trying to be like subversive, being. but it's none of those things. Right. It's, and I feel like they were trying to have like 
some kind of metaphor and stuff. And it just, none of it's coming through clearly at all. Um, when Don decides after Sarah keeps coming around and he like threatens her and then she comes back or whatever, I felt like he leapt to murder very quickly yeah. with very little hesitation. Yeah, it's like my wife can't find out about this. So I'm just going to bash your head in. Yeah. He's well, just like, I don't understand you killed my dog. You made able... me mad. I'm going to. So she's a ghost, but she can have her head bashed in with a rubber hammer. I mean, I guess if you can have sex as a ghost, you can have your head bashed. And then, because yeah, she does in. just disappear. So like, I, I no, don't. No, she comes. The ghost girl I mean, comes he, back. Oh yeah, yeah the body saying, disappears. He, yeah, he yeah. tries to put her in the wall, and then she's just gone. But yeah, I don't get the rules around her of like how if if she's just she's not a hallucination because the, right. the wife sees her too. Right. And Milo definitely sees her. Right. Because she kills but, him. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I don't get what her. For lack She's of a better a word, superpowers are. Ghosts that sometimes can have a body and sometimes not. Interact with physical things and yeah. be seen when she wants to be. Exactly. And be felt when she wants to be. And have contemporary clothing. Yeah. Not clothing. F- Where is she getting and, those And multiple clothes? outfits. Where did those come from? Right. Or is she just materializing? That's what I wondered too. So I was like, her outfits keep changing, which seems odd for a ghost because normally they seem to just stay in the same outfit all the time. And the outfits are from the contemporary era, not from the, you know, 1920s or whenever it took, uh, she was in there. Well, and so Sarah, the, the creepy ghost lady, died, she said, in the fire. Is that how I she died? I think it was a fire, or he, maybe he killed her, and maybe he did put her in the walls. I don't remember now. Now okay. I can't remember at all. And the little girl was killed by, like, he... Chopped her up and stuff, I'm guessing. Well, he, like, she wall. said he, I don't remember what she said he did to her, and then he left her by the railroad tracks, and she said that, um... She got hit by a train? I guess. I don't know. He just, she just said he put her to the rail. They don't explain <laughs> like a, any yeah. of this because I did not understand why the girl's face was not yeah. a face. It was just gashes. Yeah. Well, and because, yeah, Sarah be- can apparently control her appearance and right. put on so clothes why can't the and not be girl? burned and whatever. Why can't she fix her? Fa- or does she choose to be that way because it's scarier for people that move yeah. into the house? And I just don't, it, do- it looks like someone took an axe to, a face, but just, or even just like a thumb. That like I'm sorry, like, <laughs> like just a thumb that looked, got mangled in it, a saw. Not only was it just like axe marks, but it looked like there was never a face there at all. Like there is no hint of a face underneath right. it's these just gash a marks. Pile of nonsense on top of the shoulders. Right. Yeah, I did not like the little girl. I don't. I mean, there's a shot, I guess, when they're showing you what the weird little balcony mm-hmm. was where people would watch everyone in the brothel have sex but he gives the little girl the guy in the plague doctor mask gives her a bag of marbles mm-hmm. and i guess that's why there's marbles everywhere that's all the what time. i was thinking but is that but he gave her marbles and he's the one who killed them and but like one marble goes inside don and like it's crawling around in him and stuff and then a bunch of them do yeah. <laughs> like that's how she kills him and but they turns don't do him that to everybody ghost no like they're 
the little marbles bump into everybody's feet and for some reason only go inside his skin and yeah. his dumbass as it's traveling up his leg he puts the knife behind it and follows it up his leg all the way up instead oh, of cutting so a slice gross past where it's going mm-hmm. and letting it get there oh yeah it Dime, was you deserved it it was pretty gross he um, definitely deserved everything that he got right Don. I mean... For poor choices and for just overall being a terrible guy. I don't like to say someone deserves death. He's not dead. He got eternal life. He gets to haunt that <laughs> house forever. As creepy, scary gash man. But I didn't have strong feelings about his death. <laughs> Other than, ooh, this is really gross it, to watch. It didn't tear me apart inside. <laughs> right. But, and I mean, he did... Yeah, he did think he just heartlessly killed this girl and like yeah um and yeah just immediately it's like goes to murder as soon as he cheats on her and is like hey i don't want to do that anymore and she's like no we're doing that some more right straight to murder straight to burying her in the walls Right, as if I, he's done this before and is a professional at right. it. Which he did not look like he knew what he was doing. No, he was a as finance guy. As far as guy. all the other, yeah, the other stuff. He stole stuff. a bunch of old people's bunch of retirement money. funds. Right. And somehow avoided jail time. And that's why that yeah. guy at the very beginning showed up. Right. Was a he was a like, prosecutor or, or some something. Federal agent or I mean, something. I don't, I don't remember. He never comes back, That's I don't think. another thread that is so <laughs> loosely yeah. woven why in. Why does he have to be a criminal? I guess just to make him a bad person? Yeah, I, Slightly. I don't know. And like... Why does this finance guy have all these crazy tattoos? That's just... You know, right. not that they can't, you know, the I'm sure there's thought. a finance person out there that's all tatted up, but, like, something that they should talk about. Right. Acknowledge, at least, of, like, yeah, you've got, like, two full sleeves and shit all over your chest and neck. And, right. And, like, you work in, like... Finance? Yeah, Lehman yeah. Brothers or something. And they say something about the wife having money. Yeah. But they don't, don't explain why. She why. Is. is like, she a what doctor? She... Is she just come from a rich family? Yeah. Like, I why, don't remember them doing that. How did they meet that. and fall in love? And I still, I want to know, this is what I started to say earlier and I forgot, is I was very curious as to why, like, if when we bought our house, we moved in and the walls were oozing black stuff, I black would cum. call somebody. I would like <laughs> I call Roto Rooter and like, say, "Hey, come get this black cum out of my walls." <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean? Like if if there's just ooze coming out of stuff all the time, yeah, then, no, that's a problem. That should right. come up in the inspection. You would before call you a professional. The house. Well, she even says to him when they discover the little peeper balcony on top right. of the uh, brothel that. She's like, you didn't see this when you inspected the house? Well, and I get the inspection not getting of, like, the ghost can control when it's there and not. Yeah. But I just mean, why would your first instinct not be to call a professional? He wants to do it himself. He's a man. That's what... He wants to de-ooze his house himself. He, a problem when she that keeps I've asking, like, are you sure having? that you're able to do all this? He's like, I've got it. I've got it, baby. I'm doing it for you. It's He, he just wants Ugh. to flex his man muscles and... Walk around in his tidy whiteies on the phone. <laughs> yes, his very revealing tidy whiteies. They do a lot of weird FaceTime conversations, so a lot of time in this movie is spent with people looking straight down the barrel of the camera and talking mm-hmm. to each other, and I don't like it. Yeah. It's, 
that's something that you would see in like a found footage type thing or something like that, but it's right. just they keep going back to it. And I don't get why they don't just have them, I don't know, on the phone in their separate places and film them talking on the phone instead of having the clearly fake looking yeah. FaceTime on their phone. I don't like it. It also they they have a tendency to want to give CM Punk all these close-ups and to react to bizarre things that are happening. And right. Like, they really need him to just emote. And, his and he can't so do bad. it. He's just stone-faced and dead behind the eyes for the entire movie. Or when movie. he does do a reaction, it always looks like he's on the brink of laughing. <laughs> that, like, he didn't take he'll one open bit of this his seriously. mouth wide and just be like, oh! And like have a weird smile on his face as he's doing it. It's very, it's very odd. When he discovers the dog in the dryer, there is no urgency to it. Like yeah. he doesn't know if it was just put in there or not. And he just slowly, one step at a time, kind of saunters over to it and uh, slowly opens the door <laughs> to the dryer. And then I guess calls the police and the police don't care. Right. They, yeah, the police shrug it off. They don't seem to care. Um, and the, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Like he, and I also thought it was odd how, I mean, I guess because the dryer was on and he knew the dryer wouldn't be on. But like, if I was looking for a dog, my dog, um, and the dryer was on, I guess he wouldn't have been doing laundry. So there's no reason for, I, I just feel like it was weird that he immediately like put his hands to his face of like, Oh no, I know what this means. Oscar's in there. The, the or not Oscar, Cooper. Is the one appliance in this weird broken down house. That's working perfectly. Like you had to get that set up first. Got to be able to dry my clothes. Right. Yeah. There's so much about it that doesn't really make sense. And the and so the lady preacher lady is one of those things for sure. Right. And she she says at the end that basically it's like the house is testing them. And so, like, I guess the reason he started having all this bad stuff happen to him is because he failed the test by sleeping with that woman, like the ghost woman. When I didn't get any he of that. Knew, <laughs> yeah. Just, when she's talking to the. I could not the, figure out what the hell her whole deal was like was the the church yeah. wanted to because she's like there's you know they they have things and i have things or something it, like that right and it said she How said something she about the house this? watches um yeah she's like wa- i watch the house and the house watches, watches, my, house, watches my house or something which seemed i was like i don't and understand do ministers does, usually live the at the church because when she asked idea. when he asked where she lived she pointed at the church and she's yeah. like i've lived here since 84 I, I don't, don't feel I don't like Protestant feel ministers like that live at the church. But yeah, at the end, when the wife is trying to figure out what's going on, um, she, well, and like right here, she's saying about men being steadfast under trial. And that's her way of hinting at, because she's not allowed to outright tell it. The house won't let her, Yeah, apparently. For, or what? Like, I don't what know. Happens she to does her? not say that. Because she seems kind of sinister when she's talking to the wife later on. Like, I thought she was going to be, trying like, trying to, like... to keep trap the wife and, oh, there comes the poop marble. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I, it seemed like she was, like, at the end, she was being all, like, I don't know, weird and and um, vague with the wife. And then the wife goes in and sees like what happened to Don and sees that stuff's going on and gets out. 
And she's like, I couldn't tell you before. The house won't let me. Um, it's a test. And, you know, if if you pass the test, then you're okay. And I so I think that's is that the wife supposedly passed the test. I'm guessing because by she didn't fuck Sarah. Or I don't know. I don't know if it's because she didn't forgive Dawn. Because remember, Maybe. Dawn came out and like he was like at first that he was they, like they forgive her, me. They gave her a or... ticket to the weird, creepy sh- sex show, and she was like, "No, yeah, stop maybe that's this. what it was." And she was like, "Stop it!" And like trying she to help gave Sarah a shit about somebody. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's what it was. That was I was trying to figure test, out what the test was that she passed because oh. the minister was like, "Yeah, you're fine now." Well, now there's only 38 more unanswered questions about <laughs> right. this movie that don't make any right. sense. Right? Yeah, is that. At least there's that's what the test is supposed to be, and why Sarah is so angry at all the people who come in there, I guess. But like, well, and one of my big questions at the end is just what? Why is no one looking for Don? Why has nobody questioned the wife in connection to Don's disappearance? Like he he made himself known in town the bartender guy saw him the cop saw him and then he's just gone forever and nobody well, says anything and no one seems to be looking into milo's disappearance yeah and like, just, i'm going out there to visit dawn and he never comes back right and then sends weird text messages from his phone yeah i guess that i guess sarah, sarah was, did it so she can text she's a ghost that can text she has a lot of things lot of she can do very weird undescribed powers right um and like, but yeah, we—I don't understand if, if the if his wife knows that Don is in the house at the end. Like, did she stay there because he's still there and she wanted to be with him? Like, she forgave him, or is it a surprise that he's there haunting them? Right, I don't know. I feel like it was a trying su- to kill their baby with marbles. Right, I I don't know if she knows. I don't know. That is an unanswered question. I, when I saw that, I was like, I why on like earth would she stay there? I feel like it's a better answer she doesn't know. But yeah, I don't understand why she would remain in that house. Right. It's a better answer, but not not, not entirely. There's no good one. <laughs> right. We can, we can find the least bad one, I guess. Right. Right. The rules are, yeah. He, oh, poor dog. I know. The I did feel dog. bad about the dog. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the cops definitely don't care. It seems the whole town knows that something is wrong with this house, but nobody's allowed to like really explicitly state yeah, what it is. Because no one gives him an outright the warning. They're all like, "Yeah, that you're living the there," but like, and yeah, they don't like try to tear it down. I'm sorry if there was a house where people kept going in and dying. I feel like yeah, or fleeing in terror or something. Yeah, just like, stop letting people buy that house. Right, <laughs> tear it down or let it rot. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would think if a house was deadly that, yeah. I also thought it was a very odd choice to have our main character die with like 30 minutes left in the movie, 25 minutes left, something like that. And then just shift and be like, she's the main character now. This woman that's only shown up on FaceTime conversations Mm -hmm. every 20 minutes of the movie. Right. It suddenly becomes about. You're, her. You really have to care about her now, and she's going to be the one to solve all of these problems. Well, and to be fair, I did kind of care about her. I liked her better. I mean, yeah, um, I would have rather the whole movie have been about her instead right. of him. If she had been there the whole time, this and probably would have been better. I feel, I mean, I they obviously made that choice for a reason. I just don't know what that reason 
is. I can't understand yeah, I, why I, you'd want your movie I'm to baffled be baffled by a number of the choices focused they made in this on movie. this awful guy and see very little of the likable woman. Right. And then just show her at the end. Um, cause yeah, when he died, I was like, oh, this must be almost over. Oh wait, no, yeah, there's still like half an hour there's left. There's a good chunk of time left. <laughs> I don't get to he's sleep He's just yet. clearly dead. He got cut to ribbons. Right. Like the marbles not only went under his skin, it seems they ripped out of his skin. Yeah. Which we don't see that happening, but we see him crawling out of that a closet would, all that bloody. That would far too expensive to show for this rips. movie. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, I'm sure this was not a big budget movie, but whatever budget they had, I think went into um, the special effects to have giving that that walls in house. Yeah. yeah, it it should have gone somewhere else. Maybe writing, maybe actors, right? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. More like than at least your lead actor being an actor, like yeah. Um, it seems odd that it wasn't. Oh, there's just oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it was it was tough getting through. It took so long to get started, and then it, it kind did. of like stuff started happening, and then none of it paid off, and none of it made any sense. Like the girl with the split face, was she one of the prostitutes at the brothel? She was like the little girl at the brothel that that that. The guy went and gave marbles marbles to, but uh-huh. in the pictures, if you saw the picture, like she drew drawings on the wall or whatever, and they look very hand suggestive, hand. walking hand in hand with him naked yeah. at one point. And so, so like, she was I like an object feel like he was probably abusing her. And I mean, I mean, he definitely was if he was making her right. live there at all. That's true. Yeah. Right. That's abuse no matter what. Um, and so that's who I believe the little girl is. Um like the girl who with the slashed face. And so the creepy plague mask doctor guy, is that every time at the end when Sarah is giving her big exposition and saying he did this and he cut her yes. and that, that's him, that's him. the he that yes. she's speaking of? And yes. We don't ever see his face or find out who that is? Uh-uh. He just owned the house and started the so. brothel yeah. and built all this stuff? Yeah, no, they don't show us who he is. They don't. There's no big and reveal. Man, that would have been a creepy ghost to have running around the house. Is the plague With mask that like big, if he's yeah. popping around corners and stuff? Why don't I see him? It was very. They never show how he died or anything. I guess so. I guess he doesn't haunt the place. But Mm-mm. boy, he should have. Yeah, like that, that would have been, been a much better scary thing than a little girl with a split open face. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know when she attacked him with the marbles. I mean, if if every death scene had been like that, it would have been crazy pants. Like, I feel like that would have, that was a more interesting to me method of killing somebody in that I haven't really seen that in a movie before with yeah. the marbles. Um, it kind of made me think of the scarabs in uh, The Mummy, though. Yeah. That, like, crawl under the guy's skin. Well, was it just me or is it the end when... We get our new main character of his... I can't remember the wife's name. I just keep calling her the wife. Bunny is what he called her. I, know, yeah, I don't think that's Tiger her name. and Bunny, they but, called each other but that, but I can't remember. Bunny. Liz, that's her name. Oh, because right, Milo Liz. says Liz is rich. So when Liz shows up and she's the main character, uh, and she sees this weird, creepy sex show going on that's, I guess, a hallucination or a bunch of ghosts or whatever, she takes her time getting out of that house. Like, I know that Don's missing... But, like, creepy stuff's been going on for a while. This is extra, extra creepy. 
And she just kind of saunters around this. And then she gets to the front door and Sarah says something to her. So she turns and leaves the front door and goes to respond. And it's like, get the fuck out of this house, lady. Are you out of your mind? Like, there's obviously. I guess maybe that was her test, that she wanted to help that little girl. and That she, yeah, she wanted to help. I think that's what her test was was to see if she would actually since Sarah talks about how no one no one tried to help her, no one that he used to abuse her all the time and that like no one Did they, came looking for her after he killed her. I may have just not been paying attention, but what I know at the end of the movie, so they they bury the body of the split face girl. They find her body in the walls and bury it, right? Yes. And that like releases her ghost I from think the house. So, yeah. Do they do the same thing to Sarah? No, that would have been Sarah because Sarah was the one buried in the walls. Because rem- she said that the little girl was uh, was put by the railroad tracks. Put by the so, tracks, yeah. Okay, so so Sarah would be gone. Yeah, but the split no face girl would still the be there. Girl. Yeah, I don't. And understand Don definitely that. is still there. So maybe she does know that Don's there if she knows that burying the yeah, she, Sarah's. She ghost. has the method to get rid of them. Right, and just like we did one. Supernatural. It's kind of a pain in the ass. That, so. We'll just live with the ghosts. <laughs> right, and be like, okay, it's fine. Hopefully, my baby doesn't choke on any marbles. My, over that this. my husband likes to throw at her or him or. We'll, we'll put the crib right under this them. vent, even though we know they like to have. Uh, to hang out in the vents and stuff right. and the outlets. Yeah, it's I don't know. That was very strange. None of it none of it made sense. No. I, I know sense. we've said that a Including lot, but that's because none of it made sense. <laughs> when when Sarah's giving her exposition to to Liz about where she came from, sort of, and and how this came to be, she says that my body was not allowed to leave the house or never left the house. He made it so my body but when we first meet her, she's outside of the house. She's in the backyard, but like... Maybe she counts she, that as the house. That's part of the property. She right. Goes she goes to the property, property line. Lines. Yes, exactly. She's got a deed and yes. like a little electric dog fence set up. Exactly. So that she can't go outside I cannot go further than this. Because, <laughs> yeah, she always pops up out of the backyard the first couple. Yeah. But then she says she can't leave the house. Yeah, I'm guessing it's the the... Property line, I think, is what they must be counting. Yeah. Because, yeah, that, which is weird. Yeah. It should be the house. You said the house. You didn't say, I can't leave the yard, the area, the... Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, oh, and here he is getting attacked by the marbles. Yeah. And, yeah... Oh, that's right. It's not that the marbles came shooting out of him. It's that he they cut himself up with his, trying to get his box cutter... That, yeah, trying to get them out, he started cutting at them. Um, and that's how he ended up all cut up. And just... And yeah, cut up and dead with half an hour left. Yeah. And now we just he have to introduce He crawls into the closet. Mm. This, this was one of the more gruesome parts when yeah. he does that to himself. When he's cutting off his... Cutting pieces out of his throat and out of his eyes yeah. and out of his legs and stuff. That part was a little gross. It got me. That yeah. was legitimately a little bit creepy. Yeah, there were That some, was about it, though. There were some kind of gross effects um, <laughs> the, sometimes. The ooze, as mentioned. And here comes Bunny. Yeah, Bunny comes to save the day. But all in all, I don't think that... Uh, they really had a plan for the like it. 
it was one of those written, directed, produced, edited by one guy type things. Yeah. And I feel like maybe somebody tried to give him notes of like, I don't think any of this makes any sense, buddy. He's just like, nope, I did it all myself. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's going out like this. No, I proofed it. I edited it. <laughs> I... Yeah. That's why you should always have someone else proof your work. That's our lesson for today. And now we've come to our best worst segment where we look and see what the critics have to say, what the best reviews are out there, and what the worst reviews are out there. So the most outrageous part about the critic reviews before we begin is that on Rotten Tomatoes, this has a score of 81%. Yeah, I was utterly shocked to find out that it was that high. And I wonder, maybe that's because only, like, three people rated it? <laughs> uh, it had a decent amount. The oh. The thing skimming through it that I was noticing is that a lot of people were kind of putting this, uh, making it into this feminist movie where, you know, the man gets what's coming to him and the woman gets to be the hero, which, like, sort of is. But... It definitely wanted to have yeah. that theme. Well, and that on its it own didn't doesn't do it well make enough. it a good movie either. Right. If you do that and everything else is still terrible, then it's not It's still good. terrible. Right. So it also had an audience score of 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Accurate. And on IMDb, it had 4.7 out of 10. And so one of our qualifying raters is that it's under five points on IMDb out of 10. So this week, I get to do the happier thing, although this isn't really exactly happy, I guess, yeah, for this movie. You get to defend this I get to defend trash. the movie. I get to give some positive reviews. So first, from LA Times' Noel Murray, the film's bifurcated structure is cumulatively effective, especially given that it recenters the narrative on a wronged woman rather than her thoughtless, rage-filled man. And the veteran genre producer, Stevens, makes an impressive directorial debut here, smartly turning the sourness at Dawn's core into an into all manner of viscerally disgusting rot and goo. Lots of rotten goo. Yeah. Everybody seemed to really love that about yeah. it. The reviews. No, are, that was There's gross. just enough shit oozing out of the walls for me. From Roger Burt. RogerEbert.com. Oh, that is not what is written, well, is Roger Burt. Okay, I was, no, I was just, I was confused. I was like, <laughs> have I been saying it wrong? Okay, sorry. From RogerEbert.com, Simon, Simon Abrams, he says, he constructs a spare but sturdy narrative about the power that men hold over women, even when they appear to be sharing. Stephen slowly and subtly unpacks that heady, provocative conceit with care and in a way that makes his directorial debut feel like the arrival of a major new talent who's who's new talent yeah a lot of them were praising the direction especially of like this was a really direct well-directed movie i can't wait to see what this guy does in the future and i will give them there were some creative shots that were really cool it had moments for sure but it but the fact that the main actor was so bad and the script and everything else really soured me. Yeah, part of directing is also getting decent performances out of people right. and not just framing the shot. So let's move on to the bad reviews, because those generally uh, fall more in line with mm-hmm. what we think about these movies. Um, so let's see. Um, from LA Weekly, Asher Luberto says, 
If your eyes aren't already shut from watching an hour of inexcusably slow-paced construction, then get ready for some long-awaited cinematic justice as dawn rots like the bugs in the opening scene. Sadly, it comes too late and the renovations needed here have nothing to do with the house. Ten minutes in and the laundry list of cliches start to pile up. Wandering into basements, talking walls, and the question of whether those walls are actually talking or someone is losing their mind. Audiences have seen all of this countless times before. Apt. Apt. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And from uh, Slant Magazine, Stephen Scaife says, As a critique of toxic masculinity, the film feels thin. A bad man is punished, and then various hasty third-act monologues neatly lay out not only the story behind the house, but the nature of Cox's transgressions and the perceived wokeness of his resulting punishment. Girl on the Third Floor demonstrates Stephen's visual promise as a horror director, just not so much as a writer. Like Ari Aster's Midsummer, it's loud and obvious about declaring its themes as if to distract from their ultimate shallowness, their general absence of psychological complexity or probing truths about humanity. Now, Wait, what? Yeah, as a quick aside, Midsummer was pretty fucking good. Right, <laughs> so... he compares this piece of shit to Midsummer. Yeah. I agree with his points, except for the one where it's anything like that. Right, like, that was a really good movie. And I'm sure there's people out there that will disagree and say that we're idiots for thinking that but i don't know i i genuinely enjoyed that movie and i feel that lots of people enjoyed that movie it got like rave reviews so that is uh best and worst for this week all right now it's time for my favorite sadie's rabbit hole where we talk about some trivia about this movie i'm ready So here... I need to know everything about this movie or I won't enjoy it. Well, I don't have everything, but I do have some decent stuff. Okay. So the most exciting part to me, that's what I'm going to start with, is that it was filmed at a reputed haunted house in Frankfurt, Illinois. An article from the Chicago Tribune talks about it if you want, if you're out in Frankfurt, Illinois, and you're searching, the address is 207 Center Road. They published it in the article, so I'm not, okay. like, giving away things. I didn't, like, <laughs> go all soccer and, and no, I didn't, like, I didn't go try to find it. It, it. No one lives in, and apparently no one has lived there for a long time. Um, While filming, some crew did report hearing steps in the attic and doorknobs twisting when Bull- no one was there. Bullshit. The producer who said this said that it's, and first of all, excuse you. I'm a genuine like haunted house skeptic, so anytime excuse I hear stories like that, you. I'm like, did you really? I'm very much a, a skeptic of horror movies, and or not of horror movies, I'm sorry, of ghost stories and haunted houses and things like that, where people claim that they heard this thing after learning that the house is haunted. I, I don't know. I just, I never fall for that kind of stuff. I, I am a very open-minded that I personally have never experienced anything like that, but I am like Mulder in that I want to believe, and he's my Scully in I, this situation. I, I do rock a tan pantsuit. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to aliens, we are reversed. But excuse me. When it comes to hauntings, aliens are one hundred percent real. By the way, if they. Okay, we're not going to get into the alien debate again. <laughs> That's a whole different rabbit hole. That is, we'll save that for an alien abduction. <laughs> For your favorite The Fourth Kind movie. Don't give me that. I could go on about that. Anyway, so, yes. Some crew reported hearing steps in the attic and doorknobs twisting. The producer who said that says is a skeptic like you, Matt, and said that that 
they had a lot of late nights there. So, you know, maybe people were just hearing something. Um, But apparently there has been lore around this house for a long time. No one's lived in it for a long time. Someone who used to live in the neighborhood said that shortly after they had moved in, um, his daughter went up, they, not into that house, but into a house nearby. His daughter went upstairs and he heard her screaming. And so he ran up there and she showed where um, she could see through the mirror where on the window to the outside, it was like fogged up and there was like a little girl's handprint from the outside. And the legend around the house apparently is that in the early 1900s, so kind of similar to the movie, although the movie is not based on anything true, any kind of true story. Legend is that the, what? in the early 1900s, two young girls died inside, one of illness and one of a vicious murder, leaving it ripe for hauntings. Just saying. I watch a lot of ghost adventures. <laughs> vicious murders make for good hauntings. Yeah. Just not good haunting movies. <laughs> well, not in this case. Um, and so a little of other trivia uh, that the lead character, Dawn, who we talked about a lot, the actor Phil Brooks, also known as C.M. Punk. And we called him a lot. And we called him that a lot in our talks about him. C.M. Punk. He is a retired wrestler, but currently competes. So I don't know. I mean, I guess in UFC, you're not considered a wrestler. You're a well, he's mixed like martial a- arts not fighter? like a theatrical pro wrestler anymore. Okay. I think he does actual fights now. I did not know there were different classes in that. But yes, he currently competes in the <laughs> UFC and is a commentator for, I mean, let me say, a cage fight fury championship. Okay. I just feel the need to take a moment and explain to you that there's a very big difference between wrestling like The Rock used to do, where they have a script right. and they pretend to fight right. each other and throw each other through tables and then... The UFC, those people are actually getting beat about that. Well, yeah, the but then there's and also like, like, I dated a guy who wrestled in high school for a little while well, yeah, and like, they did real wrestling. So I didn't know if UFC still called it like wrestling, but we're the real wrestlers. Like, I no, knew there was. They like punch and kick and shit too. Okay. So they're fighters, I guess, or. Yes. Okay. All right. So he's that. Um, is all of that. <laughs> he also is well known for this big ass Pepsi logo tattoo on the side on his arm. And so in the movie, at one point, he is called Coke, which is not his actual last name. But they called him that as a little wink to the fact that he has a giant Pepsi logo um, on his arm, <laughs> which a, is a weird thing to include in your movie. It's a good example of the humor they tried to go for right. in this movie. <laughs> that is prime girl on the third floor humor there was which, a s- sound effect for these jokes it would be the <laughs> and apparently they originally were going to title it girl on the th- in the third floor window and they changed mm. it to just girl on the third floor because she's never because she's never window. in the window i'm guessing there yeah aren't windows up there that's what i was thinking sex gallery the article i was reading about the haunted house came out as they were wrapping production and it was still called Girl on the Third Floor Window. I was like, maybe when they were editing, they were like, oh, shit, she's never in the window. Why did we call it this? We boxed ourselves into something. Any more trivia? No, that's all I've got for you today all for right. Sadie's Rabbit Hole. We are now out of the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> so Welcome now- back. <laughs> now it is time to uh, give this movie a rating. Uh, we rate our movies on a scale of one to five 
some things that something will change with the movie depending on the themes and the the things that stick out to us about each movie. Mm-hmm. Um, one being the best, so is, the yes. least worst. One is a, <laughs> a movie that's still pretty decent. Five is the most horrifying of the horror movies. Um, and remember, horrifying is not exactly a good thing for us in this show. Right. Horrifying for all the wrong reasons, as we <laughs> say, as I said at the beginning. So uh, this week for this movie, what are we going to rate it on a scale of one to five what's? Hmm. Hmm. Oozing some things. Oozing outlets. Oozing outlets. Spurting shower heads. Spurting shower heads. <laughs> um, balcony creepers. Gaping plot holes. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that one. Gaping plot holes. Unanswered questions. Yeah. I like the gaping plot holes. We could use that. Okay, right, let's so, do that. So what do you got on a one to five gaping plot holes? One being a decent movie and five being... A giant pile of trash. Yeah. Where oh, and land? we're also going to give our um, alternate titles that we've come up yes. with that we think are more accurate titles to what this mo- the movie brings. So I rate this as, oh, I don't know, like a 3.5 maybe. Okay. Because the acting was mostly horrid. Mostly, yes. The best friend was good the wife was pretty good but neither of them were utilized for enough of the movie and i liked that they tried to have some kind of feminist theme going they just failed so badly at it and the main character is so unlikable that i'm just like why am i watching this and such a bad actor i'm sorry you are not Dwayne the rock johnson (laughs) No, no charm no charisma right um oh and my alternate title sorry go ahead the House of Ooze. The House of Ooze. The House of Ooze. I would have been more interested in that movie than... Right. It just sounds better. And I would have been less surprised by how much ooze there is. Yeah. So All right, I'm, yours. I'm going to give it an even three uh, right down the middle. I felt like there wasn't... It definitely wasn't good or anything close to being a decent movie. And it wasn't comedically bad so that it kept me paying attention. It wasn't... A so bad it's good kind of, you know, the room type deal. So, yeah, <laughs> it just kind of lives in that middle ground of a time waster. <laughs> right. Of something awful. Right. And what's your alternate title? Um, the house with an uh, upsetting amount of gross bodily fluids in its walls. <laughs> it's kind of clunky. We'll focus group it. <laughs> may need to work on that one yeah Yeah. it'll look good on a poster we make like kind of word art out of it shape the house (laughs) with the extraordinarily long title well that is all we have for you today on girl on the third floor Mm -hmm. which if you have not already watched it you can watch it on netflix to get a feel of what we were talking about or you can skip out that's okay too i will not be offended if you watch this movie however if you want to Get up to speed with us for next week's podcast. We will be watching and talking about Death House. Death House. Also available on Netflix. Yeah, we're we're trying to stick to Netflix for the time being because we feel like that's what most people have and that makes it easier for everyone to- And they have a lot of bad horror movies. Follow along, they have a lot <laughs> of bad horror movies. There's a lot to um, choose from. But yeah, catch it on Netflix. It stars a lot of people from other horror movies. Other horror movies. movies. They tried to do a a ragtag group. Uh, Let's listen to a clip.
Our goal is to eradicate evil. I will fuck you in hell. Did Sieg ever mention Death House to you? Ever any talk of the five evils? I know this house is insane. And I know that you have to be careful. All right, so next week uh, we will be watching Death House. Yes, be sure to check out our Facebook page. I'm horrified. Like it, follow it, leave us reviews. Yeah. Uh, share with your friends. All of that. Yeah, do all those good things. Find us on Talk all us of your up. favorite podcast platforms and subscribe and, and rate the show. It really helps us out. Yep. And we'll we'll see you next see week. You next week for Death House.